Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first Pro Box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ike Live. This is the Christmas special. And Pete Glusick, it's also the tiny boat special. There's your early Christmas present, a pen. Breaking uh, news. I hope everybody's having a great night. It's a Sunday night. Uh, anybody have the Eagle score, by the way? Do we know? 17 to 9. 17 to 9? Final. Final! Yes. So did they win? They won. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Eagles beat <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> Screw Dallas. Um, <laughs> That's, that's good news. That's an that's an early Christmas present for well, some it, of us. Yeah, it is. They win the division. Yeah, and make made the playoffs. Pretty excited wow. here at home. That's awesome. At eight and seven. Mm, damn, that smells. Good. At eight and seven, it's it's going to be the lowest record to win a division. But our division is is really uh, horrible, weak, terrible. Wow. So, uh, we terrible. Got, we Things got we bad. got a big hill to climb to get to the next. Yeah. Through the next game. Well, never right. give up. Never give up. That's right. Uh, let me Trade remind everybody: we are giving away tons of prizes tonight, including. Brand new, unopened mystery tackle boxes. Uh, all you have to do is submit a photo of your tiny boat build. It could be everything from a toilet up to uh, you know a full size boat, right, Riz? Yes, and if you if you submit one of your photos and we use it and I call it out, please send me your information, which would be your address, so that we can get you hooked up with the mystery tackle box or an Ike Live gift bag. We'll just need your address and an email. I won't share it over to the public side of the feed, but send that in to me so that we can get you hooked up. Why, why do we give that disclaimer? I did that too when I used to do your job. Everyone <laughs> can be friggin' Googled. Like, if you give me your stupid name, I can Google you. I know where you live. Like, why do, why, why, why do we even have to feel like we have to say we're not going to put it through? If we say Josh Smith won, they, Josh Smith lives in Wisconsin. I know where He's that guy lives. He's just doing what I told him to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just wonder why we do that. That's here's all. the interesting thing. Everybody, everyone can part, be, everybody can be searched and Googled except the guy that was masturbating in front of Brian's house. They, yeah, they can't right. seem to find that they guy. They cannot find that they guy. They can't find him. It's crazy. That's amazing. He uh, rubbed him out till he was invisible. He's gone. He's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> That's all He's over got, the place. Yeah, that got no more fingerprints. On, that video made it on live PD. It did. It That's did. crazy. That was awesome. Still haven't caught him. But invisible. Semen. I almost feel like it's Thanksgiving where you're not allowed to eat till you do prayer. Can we talk about this beer real quick? So yeah. Suck on it. All right. All right. So let's let's <laughs> talk amazing, about this beer. Dude. So I told everybody. I gave you the heads up. And here we go. We all did a beer switch, and we went from, of course, we were drinking solid gold. And Brian, now yes. we brought out a couple different ones. Tell us a little bit about what we got here well, again. Well, we're gonna we're, we've got a four pack of Founders Imperial Stout. There you got go. It. And uh, mm -hmm. Mike, I'm gonna get in on you. Okay. This shot. All right. Like this. Wow. And then uh, we'll do it like that. I guess. Yeah, beautiful? hold the glass up, though. That's, yep. the, that's the beauty. Yeah, look yeah. at that. Look at that. Dark and beautiful. Texas tea, dude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right, and this this is uh, this is the first time I'm having the Founders Imperial Stout. Yes, so. I, want, I want a live action. All right. What's what the you, percentage on that? Can you see that? I have to put my yeah, let's, let's see. see. It's uh, Imperial Stout looks like a 10.5-er. Uh, Dag. 10.5, so pretty hefty. Oh, we're going to be loose uh, 10.5, but let me let me do this for real, first time. <laughs> let, me, let me get the uh, – I want to inhale a little bit first. Always with your mouth open as well. Got a nice nose on it, Dave. Nice nose. <laughs> Who told you about the mouth? I never even knew that. Oh, Becky. Because she's like. Uh, Does the wine, the wine. Yeah. yeah what, what is this? Salmon, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you do taste them more with your mouth open. <laughs> That's amazing. 47 years, 48 years. Yeah, to learn try that. it. 
Go with your mouth closed and open. It <laughs> <laughs> works, dude. It really works. Now you're going to make me try it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 It works. I'm instantly giving the Imperial Founders Imperial Stout. I'm giving it a nine. Yeah. Wow. Out of, out of ten. Out of instantly. Now, Brian, this one costs a few mm. a few chips, right? That one ain't bad. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. No, we saved the... the, the all right. Chip I, I've never been a stout guy. I've always yeah. been. I, this is this is this, this is, is excellent. Excellent. I mean, I, this, this is one you just chill with. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is one you just take your time. I, oh, I, wow. It's, it's going to oh, get dude. you there. Oh, it's going to get you there. Yeah. And yeah. we have get you there quicker. <laughs> Especially with your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the founders. That's the Imperial Stout. Give it a try. It's really good. And uh, of course, I want to Riz. I want to remind everybody if they're watching over on Facebook. Please like and share the feed, Dang, and you're going to be entered in a contest to win the Ike Live gift bag. This thing's loaded. Pete said nine pounds, approximately, of tackle, including stuff from TH Marine, Liquid Mayhem, Dr. Squatch, Real Snot, Bash University. Great stuff in this bag. Uh, like and share the feed over at Facebook, and you're going to be entered in a chance to win that. Amazing prize. We're here on the holiday. That, that's that's right. And people can also win uh, another great prize, which is a three-month subscription to Mystery Tackle Box and an Ike Live gift bag Ooh. by heading over to the Ike Live Show YouTube page, subscribe to the YouTube page, go to our most recent unboxing video, and comment on that for us so that we know you subscribed, and we're going to randomly select one winner that will be announced at the end of tonight's show. What is uh, what is the name of that? We just started our own YouTube page. What is the name of it's it? The, it's Ike, just search Ike Live Show on YouTube, and yeah. it'll come right up. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we have like 600 subscribers now. Yeah, so. yeah, it's, uh, growing. It's, it's growing fast, so uh, everybody that has subscribed, if you're watching, thank you. We appreciate it, and uh, as well as everybody else that's on the message board tonight, we have great interaction um, on our website and on Facebook. So everybody that's watching, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, you guys keep, the the, keep them IMs and pictures coming as well. All right, quick survey. Uh, this is the holiday special, Pete. We're two days away from Christmas. I'm going to go around the room. Mm-hmm. Start with you, Pete. Ready for Christmas. Are you prepared? Are you ready? I'm, I'm absolutely ready. I start <laughs> shopping on Tuesday. <laughs> the same He's ready old, to start. Pete, ready. it's every year. Every year I ask you this. It's the same thing. Why do you do this to That's yourself? It's the best day in the world what? to be out. Agreed. Everybody's so happy. What? They're giving you samples at the stores. He's right. Drinks at the what? restaurants. Dude, I am stressed out of my mind. Dude, dude, you've got less than 24 hours to complete it at that point. Oh, my gosh. There's nobody else. Nobody in the malls is angry anymore. They're all out now. Like all the hostile people cutting you off for a parking spot. They're out now. They're stressed. They're panicking. By Christmas Eve, they're all they're all done. They're out of your way. Yeah. They're yeah. out of your hair. You know, nah, I'd, I'd, I'd beef with a guy today with the parking. I have my daughter in the car. He right. mouthed it off. I, I wanted to bounce his head off the ground. <laughs> I'm lucky. Yep. But no, the, everything you said except the parking. Well, Merry Christmas. I'm saying on Tuesday that goes away. <laughs> I, as, I, as you get into uh, Christmas I'm gonna Eve. I'm going to give Tuesday a lick. Yeah, there, it, <laughs> it's just a, it's a happy time. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Give it a lick. All right, Dave Haas. <laughs> give it a lick. Pre- prepared for Christmas. After tomorrow, I will be. After tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow's a saving grace day. You're yeah. going to finish it off? I'll get everything finished up. Last minute shopping. Okay. Yeah. Are you giving any boat builds for Christmas this year? No. Okay. All right. Dave Brodzik? No. You I'm, were shopping I'm, today, yeah, apparently? Yeah, I lit it up today. Okay. I, despite my appearance, I have a very high sense of fashion. So I like, <laughs> to, I like to pick things out for the girls, you know, and I do, and I do a good job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Trump, I do a marvelous job. Uh, <laughs> so, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out tomorrow. Kids are at swim for a couple hours at yeah. the, the college right down the street from the mall. I'm going to go there. And then I might I might even venture out Tuesday morning like you, Pete. 
Wow. If I'm not done yet, you know. Okay. But I do like Christmas. It feels so much more festive and spirited, especially if you only got to get like one person to get. You're going to look for one person to get. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not talking about the whole armada, everything on Tuesday, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Gotcha. There's a lot of people to do that. Yeah. Yes. You can't imagine the deals. No, but everything's picked to, pick the shit to it. There's only smalls you know. and triple X's. Sizes. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you ain't getting none in the middle. Yep. <laughs> Mediums and triple X's. Yeah, if you're a normal fish, forget about it. You got to be a minnow yep. or a, or, or a, a whale. whale. <laughs> I was going to say the one, but it's not politically correct. Lunker. What a group? What they call, what they call it? Lunker. I don't know. Big mouth. It's the grouper in Florida. It had a name for it that wasn't politically oh, correct. Oh, it's yeah, called yeah. Yeah. A, a Goliath. 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 Yeah. Goliath grouper. Goliath. All right, Riz, uh, you ready for Christmas here? We're two days away. Yeah, I'm big on the uh, Amazon. Amazon oh, okay. Shopping. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the best best way for me. Even clothes? What's that? Even clothes? Yeah, even, even clothes. Really? Yeah, actually, everything I'm, everything I'm wearing right now, I bought for myself on uh, Amazon. But, wow. Um, no, I, I shop on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Even for your lady friend, you get her clothes on Amazon? Well, it's a different story. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Amazon, I buy, I buy everything I need to on Amazon, including just houseware stuff. I mean, all throughout the year, not only Christmas. So, yeah. shouts, yeah, so shouts out to Amazon. Shout Charles, out to Amazon. Speaking of Amazon, Wait, uh, <laughs> speaking of Amazon, talking about tiny boat builds. Dave Haas, correct cruise from wrong, correct, correct. You can get a lot of this stuff on Amazon, right? A whole lot of stuff. So guys, Amazon. thinking right now, listening to the show, like, where do I get this crap? Where do I get these accessories? The 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 switch panels, all Battery that stuff. Battery chargers and switch panels. Yeah. Type them in, type that whatever you want in, yeah. and they'll yeah. come up eBay or Amazon. Usually, yeah. they'll be. All in and out. another great spot, Brian and, Carpenter. We got to shout out and, TH Marine. Yeah, I was right. say. Directly to TH Marine. Yep. You could probably do the entire build on TH, almost the entire build directly on TH if That's you wanted correct. to. Yep. Wow. Yep. Outside and, the mail. And, and when you're shopping on Amazon, use the promo code Ike Live. <laughs> <laughs> give it a shot, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me give you a piece Where, of advice. Worst they could say is no. <laughs> hey, here's some advice for you small boat build uh, enthusiasts. If you don't know where to get the stuff, don't start. That means you ain't ready. That's right? true. Like if you That's don't know true. where to buy it, don't no, don't do it. You right. mean, you're not gonna ever get it done. Right. Dave, I did a I did a boat <laughs> build know? a couple weeks ago. It actually took me two and a half hours. Uh, I did everything you're not supposed to do. You went with wood, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I went with I went with uh, wood, about six screws, Boo. and in uh, a six by six, and I fished it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't need two and a half years. It took me two and a half hours. <laughs> nice. Wow. And Brian ridiculed me during the process. <laughs> Why did he do that? Because I asked for advice on a on a Facebook page and. And instead he, of uh, him, instead of reaching out to his friends, <laughs> no, who but in the process of this, he goes I, and <laughs> it's like, what the. Yeah, I, was thinking, I was thinking on my feet, man. I did what I had to Let do. Let me ask Mike place. and Pete to see if they get the same Brian experience that I get. <laughs> Here we so, go. So, have you, Pete, I'll start with you. Have you ever <laughs> called Brian and asked him for, like, carpentry advice? If yes or no. If you haven't, then you, if you didn't, then you won't understand what I'm saying. No, I, I you know, I, ne- I never have. I, I called him to come in and uh, check, put windows I needed windows and a door one time. I'm still waiting for him to come over and check it out. <laughs> you actually have to tell me you're serious and not say, I'm going to need this. <laughs> not what I was looking for, but that's good. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. How about you? I have. I've asked Brian for a lot of carpentry advice over the years. I've also had some amazing builds done by Brian DeCarpenter. I had go. some great positive experiences. No, I'm, I'm not, this isn't criticizing his skills. It's yeah. just, I don't know if it's the interaction. But if I call him with a question, I always get – a smart ass answer <laughs> in the beginning, <laughs> like you know, I, it, it could be anything. Dude. Yeah, and it's I don't know if you get that. Do you get that? Like to I, make you know I've that you don't know that. what you're talking about. I've got that occasionally. Yeah, like and I don't know what I'm uh, talking here, here's about. Here's why. Here's why. 
Here's why. <laughs> because you asked me after you're three quarters of the way in, and you're already effed it up. That's why. <laughs> That's why. And you didn't pay me the respect to ask me in the first place. <laughs> you need to come in and fix all the stuff that's broken. Yeah, he's already got done it. wrong. He's already got it all wrong, and he wants me to tell him how to, how to get it to the finish line. But I don't say, when you call me for legal advice, I don't say, why'd you break the law? Why'd you have that in your pocket? I tell you how to get out of it. All right, I'll do the same thing to you. Dave, I'm, I'm, Dave, I'm jammed up on the side yeah. of 130. Yeah, what should I do? Well, I, I don't say, hey, well, why, why'd you have the, the... Oh, man. Yeah, and Dave, Why was your ghost following you? Yeah, well, that's, what I, that's what I was just going to say. You, you've gotten Brian's ghost out of jail at least a dozen uh, times. Brian, yeah. At least a dozen times. I can think of that one time. Yeah, I can't the, wait to meet him in the afterlife. Yeah, remember that time you got him out of the prostitute thing and all that? Yeah. <laughs> These are lies, folks. These are lies. No. It is lies, because I'm going to have to answer for that. Wait a minute. That. Wait a minute. Hold up, Brian. If I'm not mistaken, I think, is that Brian's ghost coming through right now? Do you hear that? I, I think Becky conveniently lost that. Oh. That, that, that didn't make the move. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's ghost is still in the face. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best barrel he got. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I hear it coming. Hold on. Yeah. Whoop. Whoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got can. <laughs> How did we even no get, did we I, get I, on I this? Was this all from, from Christmas shopping? This was all from Christmas shopping. Wow. <laughs> That's good. But you said know. You, you know where you can Christmas shop right now? Tackle is you can You can go to Tackle Warehouse, and you can head over to BashUniversity.com and get hooked up with some of the sweet new apparel that we have. Oh, dude, the swag. Inclu- Brian DeCarpenter, including including give us the full frontal. the hat that I'm wearing. <laughs> dope. The sweatshirt that Brian dope. wearing. Super dope. We, we, we ha- there's, like a, the there's, a, there's a ton of stuff over on BashUniversity.com yeah, to, uh, to, that are great Christmas gifts. So it might not be too late, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. head over there. I think you should. All right, Brian DeCarpenter, you were the last one. Uh, oh. Right before we get Michael on, you ready for Christmas? No. 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 <laughs> now, well, how much of it's done? 50%? 20%? Um, 80? Three. Zero? <laughs> Zero? Yeah. Wow. It's not good. Two days, bro. Yeah, it's, Step it's it up. Stressful. You're good cheap. This, this is why I'm, I'm not a fan You're of right. Christmas. It's, it's stressful. Uh, oh. It's not about the spirit. It's about stress. So. I'm, I'll, meet, about up, I'll meet up with you on Tuesday. I'm in. There you go. As soon as we oh, get, as soon double as, date. As soon as we get done hanging that door, we'll hit... Hit the mall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about you? I, I'm, I'm, I would say 90% done. I think there's a couple last-minute things. Uh, I'm going to go Christmas shopping with my daughter tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon. Riley's home from college. We're going to go shop and finish a few things up with her, and then I'm done. I've got mm-hmm. cards. I've got a few things wrapped already. I'm, wow. ahead of, I'm ahead of schedule, oh, wow. man. You actually yeah. got cards, huh? Yeah, I got cards. I still do, I still do cards. I do, too, but I'm always, yeah. I, I always... Screw the cards up and wait till the end, and then there's like two choices. Yeah. There's no, the, the longer you wait. one that they know you don't believe, dude, and then there's the one that's so simplified. The longer you like wait, the harder it gets. And here's the other thing for all you card shoppers out there listening and watching it's fucking hard to find Uncle anymore. Like, what happened to the Uncle cards? Dude, I, I honestly, really? this year I was in like three places, there was no Uncle cards. <laughs> Are there no more uncles? They might have a different surname now in, in this politically correct. I know. Be like Sir Urkel. I know. Gender forward uncle? <laughs> yeah. Gender. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you can't find uncle cards anymore. It's Amazon. crazy. Amazon. <coughs> Amazon probably has. Yeah, maybe it. it's someone that ide- yeah, you got to find what they identify as uncle as. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, uh, it's right around the corner. You know, and, it, yeah, it, it's probably. I've never seen you home. More than you have been this year. I know. This time of year. I know. And December, (laughs) usually, there's a full week of classic practice. And this Mm -hmm. is the first year in, in, you know, almost 20 years that Mm -hmm. 
I won't be fishing the classic. I didn't practice, so it gave me a whole other week at home right before Christmas. How's that feel, bro? You used I, it. I actually, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I like it. I like it. I like it almost. It's scary how much I like it. Like, like, let me tell you how much this is strange and weird. I know we got uh, we got Michael Lopez waiting on us, but uh, sorry, um, Mike. I'm doing. I like. I'm like. This is gonna sound ridiculous, but like I'm folding laundry. I'm like doing like normal <laughs> stuff. Like I'm like cleaning stuff. I'm like cleaning things out that in the garage that I hadn't got to. And you know, you keep putting that shit off. I'm doing that. Well, as long as but, you believe it. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'm telling you. No. Seriously. Like Becky and I like went to the bar last night. Just to go to the bar and hang out for a couple of hours. Yeah, how was that? Like, that was great. It was great, you know? That's you ran I, into Santa Claus and Santa stuff, right? Santa was Santa at the bar. So, yeah. Sarah, so Santa Claus does karaoke Santa, Santa does karaoke. Okay. Yeah. Nice eclectic mix at the bar last night. I mean, you've been cool. competing for classics at this time longer than a lot of the people that are watching the show been alive, man. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm That's old. A long streak. I'm an old guy. <laughs> what about you being old about the streak? Yeah. You know? Now the streak, the streak was, you know, the streak it had its amazing points and it had its bad points. The amazing thing is, you know, I kept it going for so long and it kept happening almost on its own. There were years where I was out of it, where all of a sudden somehow I still made it in. It was just interesting. But every year there was an immense amount of pressure. At the end of the year, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, when I was on the bubble and dude, it made me seriously like it made me old. Like I look in the mirror and, you know, it's like the gray, the wrinkle, like, nah, you know, like I mean, you're, a you're, lot. No, but seriously, a lot good. of that, I think, was from the stress of that one event, like how important that yeah. was at the time for me. And the one thing I love about not, you know, not not that I don't want to fish the class again because I'd love to make another one. But, dude, a lot of that stress got removed last year. And it felt nice. There was no yeah. pre- I didn't. I wasn't trying to qualify for the classic. I just. I went out and had fun in a lot of those tournaments. Didn't worry about that. And uh, that's a good. That was a good feeling. Yeah. You know, there's something positive to not worrying about the classic. You know, yeah, that part. Because you were one of the few ones that had that pressure of the streak. The streak. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. The streak. You, you were the leader. Yeah. In that arena. Right. And I don't even know who it is now. There's probably five or. Yeah. The I don't, number's probably much lower now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, that's Shyrock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's call Fletcher again. Yeah, we'll see what Fletcher yeah. thinks. Yeah, we'll get him back on. Um, let's keep talking about tiny boats, and we're talking about the holidays and Christmas, and this is this is a great time to to uh, get back to talking about the, this tiny boat movement, the small boat movement, uh, small boat builds, and uh, when you talk about authorities, you know. I, I would say the local authority, Pete, we have him here in South Jersey, Dave Hobbs being one. But this guy, I would say, is another authority on this topic. And uh, uh, I've, I've – <laughs> this is funny, but I have a fake Facebook account yes. that isn't my own name. I'm not going to say the name. I don't. Nobody say the name. <laughs> and uh, my fa- fake Facebook account, I get to watch a lot of these other cool sites without, you know, having to sort of – I can just watch them from afar and be – have little... At least explain the origins of the name because it's hilarious. Oh yeah, well, so the name, the name on my fake, fake Facebook account is from my old fake ID <laughs> name, <laughs> which, which at the time I came up with the name because uh, back in the day we used to get fake IDs. When my it fake worked. ID was a Chinese guy. Was it a Chinese guy? <laughs> mine, no, mine was mine, mine was me. Yeah. But what would happen is they have Berlin Auction and Pensoff yeah, and Mark yeah, back in the day, and you would go there and you'd get an ID. You could get a physical ID, not like an official driver's license, but right. you can get a, 
a identification yeah, identification card. card. Yeah. yeah. And um, you could like wipe the screen off of it with yeah. like nail polish. Yeah. So I yeah. went, I went, and it was me, and I think I actually think it was me and John Holland <laughs> that went <laughs> <laughs> that went to Pennsylvania and Mart. And dude, we went. We had the money, and like we were all set. And like even though. It wasn't like illegal. Well, maybe it probably was, but we were nervous, you know, because like I don't even think we drove yet. Like our moms drove us to Pensacola and Mart, and so you know I'm like sweaty palm, and I've got all the things, the the dates memorized. You know, it's like this old to be this, you know, this the date, and I'm like, and the first thing he asked me, he's like, gets the paper out, and the first thing he asked me, he's like, name, and I hadn't thought of a name, (laughs) so I was like. Mike, <laughs> yeah, which is my real name, and then, then that, and then this other thing, it's a which shame no one can know because it's a hilarious name. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, and but then I go through the process, and they take my picture, and for a while that worked, and I could get served at probably like sixteen, seventeen. I, I was, we were young, probably sophomore, junior. I don't know. We were getting served, and then um, spread eagle, spread eagle, yeah. And then later it stopped working because they started catching yeah. on to us. Yeah. But if you had backup. It would work. Yeah. And Brian and I, right out of high school, worked for this company called Accumark, which was a shipping and receiving company in Cherry Hill, where they bring – it's a warehousing company. They bring products in. They ship it out like Macy's or something. Wasn't it Macy's or – I yeah, can't yeah, remember. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and uh, – <laughs> he went, yeah, he's, he's Russian. And the dude – what's the guy's name that sold me the, the, the military ID? Oh. You had a phony military I had ID. a fake. He sold it to me <laughs> at lunch break in the parking lot. Uh, he opened up his trunk and God. literally had all this stuff back here, and he's, he that's, sold me a fake military ID. That's stolen valor, bro. I know. Oh, my God. And it, but it backed up. It backed up my... Why are we even talking about this? I have no idea. All right. Let's, keep, let's get back <laughs> on to the topic. Now, why don't you spend so much time thanking and apologizing to the military? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Right? Um, all right. Let, let's get back to this. And this is, again, this is the real reason of the show. Uh, we've got uh, the, really the founder of Tiny Boat Nation, which in my mind has blow, blown up this whole movement. It's put eyes on, on Tiny Boat Builds. Uh, it's incredible, and we've got him here on Skype on the Ike Live Show, Michael Lopez, everybody. Hey, Michael. Hey, how are you? How you doing How's tonight? You I'm all right. Good, good. All right, where where are you? Where do we have you? Are you at home right now? Are you traveled, or where are you at? I'm at home in my garage trying to uh, fix some things. Kind of scattered. Sorry. Um, Are you doing a tiny boat build during this podcast? No, I actually thought it was tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm super not prepared. Pretty, uh, yeah. So I was wondering why he was calling me. <laughs> that's awesome. That, I'm very sorry. No, that's all right. I don't place any blame on you. I actually put it all on Brian Carpenter, which is very typical Brian Carpenter. I, pre- I, pre- I appreciate that. I really do. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to try and, like, impromptu, awkwardly walk around and set some things up so it's not terrible. Okay. Give me one, give me one second, Seth. Well, how's it going? Well, it's, it's going nice very good. It's going very good. We, uh, we've had this show. We talked the whole first segment about uh, – Tiny boat builds about modifications okay. and about this movement. And you know, the one thing that we said that this is this is nothing new, right? This isn't this isn't something that no. just happened. Uh, you know, personally in the studio, Pete's been doing them since the late '80s, early '90s. 
even before yes. then, right, guys have been doing these modifications. So let me start with that question. When did you start with with tiny boat builds, with boat modifications? What's your history on starting with these I, projects? So I had a, I had actually bought an inflatable uh, Sea Eagle Folcat. Is it a little bit better? All right. This is like the best I can do impromptu. Oh, I good. bought a Sea Eagle Folcat um, a long time ago, and then I started doing mods on it. And then somehow, in suggested videos, I saw a John Boat to Bass Boat. And I thought it was the coolest thing I've ever seen that somebody just could make your own bass boat. And then so I, I kind of binged through the videos and I made my first one. I, I, I converted a Carolina skiff into a bass boat. And then after that, wow. I was in a YouTube partner program and then it actually started making me money. So I was like, that's my testimony that it kind of worked. And so, I, and then people really kind of liked it and had an audience. And then, you know, the more people kind of cheer you on, the more you start, you start to like something. So I, yeah. I gravitated towards that. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Now, let me. People are watching right now and, and listening. They're, they're saying, "Man, does this guy do this for a living?" Let me let me clarify that. You you're a social worker by day, tiny boat builder by night. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, the other thing too, where, you're 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 West Coast. Um, you're out at Lake Havasu. You know, a lot of what happens with tiny boats and boat builds in South Jersey is almost by necessity uh, because of the, the bodies of water themselves, right? The limitation on lake size, the limitation on horsepower size. But but you're in you're out at Havasu, right? You're 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 fishing Lake Havasu, you're fishing these bigger yeah. impoundments. So that's interesting to me. Explain that, because there's a there's there's it's as popular there as it is in places where, you know, you gotta have a small boat. Tell tell me a little bit about that, because that's interesting. So I'm glad you brought that point up. My God, they're actually, I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm very rare. I'm like my own kind of thing down here. So nobody really does it. You're right. The big boats kind of roll them out. There's no horsepower limits. All the lakes are huge. Yeah. And I just, I just really like small boats. That's really all I can sum it up to. It's, yep. uh, uh, yeah, I just, I don't have the garage space for a giant boat and I don't tournament fish. When I do fish, it's, it's just to kind of get out and, you know, relax and it's for self care reasons and, and hobby reasons. And it's, I never, if I was going to get into tournament fishing very, very heavy and I probably would have already bought in a bass boat yeah. one that can actually keep up with the rest of them. But because I just go out and fish and because, uh, I, I, I kind of like small boats that they're easier to maneuver. They're not, they're not so much of a pain. They're not a money pit. Yeah. I mean, once mm -hmm. you put initial investment into making one, then your, your, your biggest other investment, obviously other than external modifications like fish finders, et cetera, it's just like, the motor and an outboard motor significantly easier to take care of right. and way cheap, way easier to maintenance. And it's, it's just, it's much, it's much less complicated, yeah. easier. I, it's, it, it fits my style of fishing. Yeah. I, I'd agree with that. You know, we, and we talked about that, Pete, the, the, you know, the simplicity a little taking all that big boat problems, the big boat woes out of the equation and it puts everything yes. at a easier level, you know, at a, at a different pace. And and I think that's true with with tiny boats. Oh, uh, there are certainly less moving parts. But what resonated with me was the money pit thing. Yeah. And you know, when you when you have a boat, that's you know, uh, the the money just flows flows into it. And and having a having a tiny boat really uh, it makes it more accessible to all the people. But you're out at Lake Havasu. Um, yes. You know. 
you're dealing with a lot of boat traffic and and all these types of things. Yeah, what what other advantages? Are you able to get into places? Are you able to to go fish and experience uh, Lake Havasu in, in in a way that you just can't do it with a big boat? Yeah, I do have an advantage in the backwater areas. If you go up, if you go up the river, you go up the main basin. Uh, there's a lot of backwater areas. Um, a lot of the bass boats can get in there too. A lot of them do get stuck. <laughs> there's a lot of tournaments held out here weekly, like throughout most of the year. And so, yeah, it, it does give me a little escape to get away. Otherwise, I would kind of get overran by traffic fishing the main areas. Um, yeah, you, you get there a little slower because the max you can put on is a 25. But yeah, I do enjoy my time more. And I would say because of all the traffic and all the, the cluster, it's kind of made me have to build my stuff to a certain level that I might not have otherwise had the, the pressure to do. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've kind of, it's really tailored to how I've actually built my stuff. Yeah. What, so what, how's it, how is that? Like you had to build to be able to combat the wave action from the other boats or uh, what do you yes. mean? That specifically. And then also there's just these freak storms. Right. That you don't even know they're coming until yeah. they're there. They, they make no sense, especially during the monsoon season. And uh, and I just, I hate, I don't know. So, yeah, I try to bulletproof the hole. I try to make them as uh, foam as foam filled so there's no open voids. I try to make them as uh, sink-proof as possible. And I try to make all, all dry hatch systems so none of my stuff gets wet. And it's all kind of a seamless system now. It just continues to get refined yeah. in that in that fashion. So they're pretty. They're pretty good, even though they're small. You can. I definitely enjoy my time out here. Yeah. Now yeah. the other thing we talked about in the first segment, and and I want to I want to put you on the spot on this one is there's a certain artistry to it as well, you know. And and, and when we did a lot of our boat builds, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, very rudimentary design you know and when you look at this stuff now when you look at the build you're doing michael when you look at the builds that we're doing here in south jersey with dave haas that the the artistry has has i mean they're pieces of artwork when you're done with them it's unbelievable and you see that you know tiny boat nation is a great site because you get to see different people's artwork and the finished product and it's unbelievable. So do you consider it art? Do you consider it an art form? There has to be a healthy balance between aesthetics and utilitarian function. Yeah. So I will. I always try to make mine as nice as possible, but in the end I choose utilitarian function and safety over how well it looks. Yeah. So, But that, that, that has to come first. But, of course, yeah, people do. You can see people's personalities come out in them. You see people see people's style of fishing come out in them. You've seen uh, any sort of mods. Like I have a ten, I have a, a rod locker in my main boat that fits ten foot X heavy like swim bait rods, uh, and um, wow. and then I uh, I can't get that anywhere else. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, Rich, we got something coming through the IM. Yeah, we do. Um, an interesting question from South Jersey Bowie. Uh, he wants to know what you prefer to build V V bottoms or flat bottom boats, and talk about some of the differences when you do a boat build on a V versus a, a flat bottom. I, I really like a flat bottom makes a better bass boat, or it's easier to hold, but it just it's just not as versatile on lakes. Like on my on, out here, I would get. I had a flat bottom. I actually ran a 16-foot flat bottom for a while, and it, it got tore up pretty bad um, right in the uh, – after a minute of use. 
um, that right where the contour curves, right in the front, is, you start to see cracks there from the waves continuously smacking it. So I would, I would really would recommend a flat bottom for smaller bodies of water or bodies of water that you know are not, are not as hostile. And then at that point in time, I definitely would go towards a flat bottom because you can make more storage in those. They're easier to convert. They're flat. They're more symmetric. And so it's much less of a headache, especially if you're trying to take on the project first. Um, yeah. They're much easier to do. But I, I have found myself doing more and more of the, uh, you know, DVs or semi-Vs because of the transition out here. So I, I have to run a deep V. Yeah. Um, but I prefer a flat bottom. Yeah. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, one more. Uh, Decked Out John Boats wants to know how many boat builds you did before you started your own YouTube channel. None. Wow. I actually, I actually had this was a paintball channel. It originally started out as a paintball channel, and wow. then uh, I, yeah, I had left, and then I had left to move to Lake Havasu to start my my kind of career as a social worker, and. Um, that's kind of where I just I I I, swip, I flopped the channel flopped from that to kind of a, a boat building and fishing channel. That is so crazy <laughs> to hear you say that because I know around here locally there's a lot of a lot of our local tackle shops were either shared yeah. tackle and paintball shops yeah. or tackle and skate shops. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, really. For for whatever reason. That sounds like, like that. that sounds like heaven. I would never leave that store. I stay there. It, it all yeah. seems to come up. Like, oh, there was yeah. one on the White Horse Pike. It was, it was tackling It's paintball. a lot. A lot in South Jersey. All yeah. New Jersey. That, but was, that it, was part of my bachelor party. We went paintballing. Went paintballing. Yeah, 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 a lot of the bachelor party. And the other thing is I used to work at Dick's Sporting Goods, and uh, I worked in the lodge, and we sold fishing, hunting, and paintball. And paintball. Yep. I took – I fielded more calls – Working at the counter. Do you have the Tipman 98 custom? That one? And <laughs> yeah. and just some kid like, hey, man, you got paintball? <laughs> you got paintball? That's all they'd ask. That's funny. You <laughs> yeah, you got paintball? That's really funny. Yeah. Fill the air tanks. Mike, <laughs> what's the most functional addition that you've ever added into a tiny boat as far as uniqueness to be able to really give you an advantage out on the water? I keep the mindset... Like, how do you make the lightest kit in your boat possible? Still have everything in it. Still have everything for you to do, and still be able to carry a tournament load and two people, and still playing with a you know with horsepower caps. So a lot of these, a lot of people who were this is actually really popular because I'm not popular in my own state, but everywhere else where people where this is like a trend, um, they either have like like you're talking about kind of electric only lakes, or they have horsepower limits like 15 horse. A 15 horse power cap is a pretty popular one, and then there's a 25 horse power cap around there where Nate lives um, in Illinois. So that's kind of my that's where I'm, I, I'm at. Like most of the boats that I, I convert, they max out. The safe horse power rating is a 25 yeah. or 20. That, that makes a 20 sense. horse in a lot of times. Yeah. 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 yeah we, we've got so, we've got a we've got a handful of nine nine restricted. Yeah, lakes nine nines. A lot of nine nines here. Yeah. There's yeah. a number of lakes are nine nine, but most of it's electric only. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a lot of, uh, just to expand on that, a lot of, you know, the lakes where there's that 9-9 limit, we see guys doing tiny boat builds. The biggest mm -hmm. problem they encounter is balance issues, right, where it's back heavy or front heavy. Do you have guys watching right now that have that problem? Yes. What, what, are, some, what are some tips or suggestions for that in, in their build? The flat bottoms almost always lean forward. 
Yeah. And so even if even if you put all the uh, the weight in the back, it would still lean forward when you went up front. So I would, in in a flat bottom jump, but I would run the the batteries fifty fifty, right yeah. at the fifty line. Yeah. Um, because if you look at an outboard, you're looking at a hundred to hundred fifty pounds for the outboard by itself, plus a gas tank. Well, that's just generally they're running a six gallon, almost nine pounds a gallon. So about an extra 50 pounds. So you're looking at somewhere between 150 and 200 pounds with the outboard plus the gas tank. And if you're running a, like a group 24 battery, that's another 40 pounds. So, and then the plus you, so you're, you're looking around 500 pounds on average at the tiller before you even, you know, get up. So definitely your trolling motor batteries. And if you can move your auxiliary battery to power all your electronics somewhere center 50 or towards the front, but I, I try to avoid too much weight up the very front of the of, of like a flat bottom because because as I talked about kind of the the waves the smacking the front. Yeah. But uh, but it works out. That's it's kind of a balance there. Most people are going to sit right in the back or right in the middle. Though you can look at it that way if you if you keep your like say if you had a 24 volt trolling motor and you run the two batteries right around the first four feet of the boat. And then you have everything else kind of balanced out. That's how this one is rigged right now. I, I rigged it for a, for a well-balanced deal. The front four feet? The first front four feet, yeah, right where the boat starts to okay. taper and curve up. I, I would I would run. And I would also try to, ma- to, to watch it on the voltage. Yeah. Or. Yeah. This, is, this hey. has got to be a tremendous trial and error scenario. <clears throat> I mean, every boat's different. Every flat bottom, yes. V... Uh, you know, your Carolina skiff, uh, man, you, you gotta, you gotta probably put weight systems in, take them out, test them, go back, readjust. Is that, is that how you, is that how you do it? Do you, what's your process look like? I kind of just wing it. Um, I, a lot of it I think is instinct now. Yeah. So I kind of, I already know how the boat's going to do, um, so I don't I don't really have too much of a, t- a testing and a trial and error testing. It's gotcha. Now they generally they generally come pretty good right out when we when we take them on the maiden voyage. They do pretty good. Yeah. So it's yeah. I know but mine, yeah, you do have to, have to look. Mine at would <laughs> mine, mine would fail right away. And Dave, I you I know you talked about it uh, about you injecting foam and. And Dave prefers to risk it fishing wintertime tournaments and hypothermia by not putting foam <laughs> in his boats. Uh, yeah, but the, t- lake, but the lake's three foot deep. Yeah, well, I just get out and walk back to the shoreline. <laughs> yeah, so, so so you're not you're you're just taking the foam out of the equation. Some of them, I mean, some of the boats still hold it, but like when you want as much possible storage and add eight thousand things to a twelve foot boat, you cut foam out. Yeah, you have to take it out to get the room to put all the accessories and all the batteries and everything in. I mean, I, I try not to take it all out, but right, yeah, you got to leave as much in as possible. Yeah, how do you deal with that space storage versus uh, you know the safety of foam and the stability? Um, there should be enough open voids between, unless you're running your apartments just absolutely stacked together. There should be enough open voice where you can actually cram foam in there somewhere, whether it's just styrofoam sheeting or the pink foam board sheeting at like one and a half inch or two inch. You should be able to cram those in. Um, I, I don't know. It's, I, I use like high density polyethylene totes, just the stuff you find at Lowe's or Home Depot. 
And I, once I have those all framed in, I pour foam in all around those. So any, any open void, it's really important that open voids are gone. Uh, so people who are running into storage issues, if they went and inspected and they, they look for all the, all the open voided space, that's all the open voided space that's really a problem. If you have a gross failure or a tear or something just happens to your hole, you get caught in a freak storm, is there enough foam in your boat to displace? Because in, in the end of the day, if water, it doesn't matter how much water gets in your boat. If there's not enough actual space in the water, I'm sorry, in your boat for water to take up, then your boat won't sink. Um, right. So I have about I have about three gallons of, I'm sorry, six gallon, three two gallon kits of pour foam in this boat. Um, each each two gallon kit offsets 300 pounds, so it puts an additional 50 pounds in the boat. But I, I gained a thousand pounds of reserve buoyancy. That's a good ratio. That's a good number. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. How mu- uh, Mike, how much square footage does each one of them kits cover? Eight Is there a square, square footage number for them? Eight square feet. Eight. Eight. I think it said eight square feet. I'd have to get the actual uh, thing. There, there, on TotalBoat.com, there's, there's a diagnostic for it. It shows the actual square. I think it's eight. Eight actual, no, eight cubic feet. Eight which cubic feet. Equals, I don't know. Yeah, which equals, uh, I don't know how many square feet. I'm not, I'm yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the number I was looking for. I got another question on your hatches. What do you use for your lids? Okay. Um, I make my own lids. You make them? You bend them out of the metal? Um, no. Um, I'm going to eventually, but right now I am. I make complete wood decks. I'm able to do it in my region. I think a lot of these. Bills also are very region specific. What works in my region doesn't necessarily work for somebody who works in a who lives in a much more humid or, or moist region. But I, I run a I run full plywood decks, so we've kind of mastered it to where they're they're pretty aesthetically pleasing and still very functional. And the weights we're running half inch or three eighths plywood, so the decks are pretty light. Oh, wow. um, you're looking at about thirty you're looking at about thirty pounds for a three eighths by four by eight sheet of plywood that's three eighths inch thick. And if you can support that and and rim that correctly. Your deck is very, very light. I think I think the deck ends up being the heaviest part of the boat. We try to make it one of the lighter parts. Trying to push in. Uh, so and um, go ahead. Sorry. So all the lids are plywood too, or also just like the rest of the deck. Yes, uh, the the deck is really a series of hatches that make up the deck. It's not yeah. or hatches and panels that make up the deck. There's no actual true deck to to the way I do it. That's I, all. I, it's I, kind I of like very much I, like an actual basketball. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really admire the way that you do that, where the 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 deck is just all hatches. That's that's pretty badass. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have I have hatches in mine, and we got waterproof TH Marine hatches, but it's pretty dope that like the entire deck is just a series of lids. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm all about maximizing your maximize your, the space. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I and I can see it. Like out there, you know, you guys are really dry. You you get a monsoon season, yes. I guess, but you're dry. So uh, wood wood can last a long time here. You know, we're well, dealing with we, a we lot do of have animals. to preserve it. Yeah, they they, they you have. To. Yeah, we do we do preserve it in different things all the way up to marine resin. A lot of people just resin coat their wood, whether it's it's. Uh, Fiberglass resin or marine resin, some that's a flexible resin that'll that'll contour with the with the wood as it does its thing over time, um, is 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 the better way to keep them. And then we also enamel coat them. Enamel, I think oil based enamel won't work in a more humid region, but it works really well down here because I've 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 looked through the lids later, and if 
I actually cut them in half to see how they've done when I've had to redo a few of the people who I, I sponsored on. And there was no, there's no water saturation. The wood looked fine. Wow. That's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. What, what, what are you finishing them off with? Decking wise, uh, carpet. What, what's your. Yeah. I, I, I have, I've just been wrapping the lids with carpet. I'm going to do uh, EBA foam here pretty soon. And I'm also going to start bending lids. Um, get a break and do and start bending some aluminum lids. I'm going to do a, little, a few more things. I also use synthetic board. I use this stuff called Cusa board. What and is I was Cusa going board? To, I saw that. What what is, actually is that, Mike? It's a what is it called? It's ex, it's expanded foam with fiberglass inside it to reinforce how okay. strong it is. Okay. How thick is it? It can be in any thickness you want. It's it's just like a piece of plywood. So I have a bunch of half inch sheets right here next to me. The are you are you seeing this? Do you want to see these? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I, so I'm I'm imagining it's like an Azek type of uh, material, a hard plastic material. Um, no, Azek is Azek is actually expanded. That's actually PVC. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not really sure if this is PVC board, but it is. Uh, but it, it is foam board, and you can. I don't know if you can. If the camera will get the details, but you can see all the fiberglass kind of woven in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. part of the board. And because it was a board, and because the handle is very, very similar in terms of how you would fabricate, it, like a plywood deck, I, I like it. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up using that here, and it's also. 20 to 40 percent lighter than its wood equivalent. So at half mm, inches, wow. So a four by eight sheet of that would weigh about 10 or so pounds less than a, a four by eight sheet of its equivalent in plywood. So it's wow. it's also lighter. It's warp and waterproof. It's pretty good stuff. But it's also very expensive. Yeah, so I, that, I, I did see it was a little pricey. Um, as far as uh, structurally, how, how's it? How structurally? Is it structurally, it's it's not quite as strong as its wood equivalent. Okay. And it doesn't it doesn't grip screws as well as it's wood equivalent. So you have to use through bolts for your applications. You got to figure out a way to, to use it that way. Mm, okay. And um, you might need some mild under supports. So I like to use uh, three fourths by one sixteenth um, square aluminum tubing for the under supports. And I do that for three eighths plywood hatches anyway. So like a half inch sheet of this weighs about weighs about as much as a uh, three eighths piece of plywood. And you you have to under support those for any hatch spanning over a foot. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just use the tubing for it. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Now, what, there what, you live in. One is, more question, Pete. Where do you get Coosa board? Sorry about Coosa River, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got it from Boat Outfitters. They have a fantastic deal where you can get. Um, it's like a four by two and a half sheet. Mm-hmm. Of it for fifteen bucks, and then you can keep getting sheets in that exact size. And so I got four sheets. I ordered four sheets, and it was all fifteen bucks to wow. ship. That's not that bad. I thought so it was, it was actually very. Years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I got all my stuff. Fazios. Fazios. <laughs> hey, you're living in an area. It's a heavy uh, spring break area. How how you yeah. rocking these things at spring break to get the yeah, girls the, come over to your the tiny bo- boat? Are the boobies attracted to the tiny boats? <laughs> <laughs> and do you wear pasties? Uh, <laughs> No, I, I can't pull off the pasties okay. very well. <laughs> Never give. But other time. people out here, they definitely wear pasties. <laughs> um, I, it's it's fun. It's 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 a constantly booming place. It's not just spring break. It's pretty much all year. If the uh, the summer partiers aren't here, the spring breakers aren't here. It's the snowbirds are here, 
and they're fishing the lake. So the lake's always constantly got action on it. Pretty activity. So, yeah. what, so what do you got? Speakers? You got you know what kind of sound system? Are you are you even playing in that game? No, I'm really like geared toward just fishing and being silent and uh, the art of silence. Now, the water's really clear out here on this lake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. Tell you it, it's. I don't know if that does us a service or a disservice, but it, if the fish know you're coming, I swear it just turns them off. Yeah, so I hear that. I don't, yeah, that's, I don't how, play any music. How is the fishing out there right now? I like it. I caught all my records here on this lakes or on on, on the river chain between mm-hmm. Laughlin and here, and so I, I really love it. I mean, the reason I came down here was because I caught my personal best smallmouth ever, and I kind of got I got the itch to move up here, and we had family in the region, so we moved. Yeah. But it was mainly. It was mainly for the lake and fishing. It wasn't so much for the spring break and partying. It was... Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty lake. I, mm-hmm. I, I hope we get back out there did, for a tournament. Did you ever go there? Yeah, we fished it for the elites a few years back. Did you ever catch a fish off of London Bridge? I uh, did not. No, but I, I fished around it, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't fish that area in the tournament. But it was, it was cool. It was mm-hmm. a cool area. You've been out there, Pete? I have. I, I, I spent a few days out there a million years ago yeah. when we were, we had that tournament on Lake Mead. Lake Mead. Yeah. You know, I got, I got to fish lake mojave and lake havasu that's cool uh, it, it, desert that's awesome. lakes yeah. like being on the moon dave yeah it really is i've never it, been there i don't know it, even... it's like that it's like nothing you've ever seen yeah how about it yeah. you've never been to the moon huh <laughs> no, no, let me uh, uh yeah cool. go ahead hey mike the uh like these boats we i built here these mm-hmm. boats get like pimped out it's radios led lights these boats, these everything. Boats. I mean, do you do you do all that stuff with your boats, or is it mostly just a fishing situation boat? No, I do them not. For... Stripper pole. I have put ster- No, I put. No, I've never done a stripper pole. That's on my list of things. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that'd be awesome. I think that would be pretty awesome. Agreed. No, it's uh, my uh, I'm more. I have done a speaker system, and I. For uh, uh, a person who I teamed up with to do to do his boat for the for the this last boat, the Lund, I put his speaker system right in the very very front, and that's something that he wanted to do because he it was kind of more of a hybrid boat, is for family and also fishing. And I, I generally run LEDs throughout the entire boat, and if the gunnels are high enough, if they're over so many inches to where you can act, you'll actually benefit from LEDs being on in the gunnels, I'll put them on the gunnels. Like in my boat, the entire deck lights up at night because most of my fishing is done at recently at night yeah okay yeah well let me let me uh, real quick remind everybody if you're watching if you have a tiny boat build that you did and you want to show off the picture uh send it to the im hit up riz and he'll he'll punch it through rich we got something else coming through yeah the wawa hoagie lady wants to know if uh, any of your boat builds can incorporate a firework launch pad yes (laughs) fireworks that's important <laughs> I think anything's, po- anything's, anything's possible. possible if you want it. I don't yeah. have a good answer to that. Uh, family, <laughs> fireworks, and fishing. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. That's all. All threes. <laughs> uh, here's here's the one thing I want to I want to mention to you. you. You said something, Michael, that I I want you to touch on, and then Brian Carpenter jump in on it too. I think part of these boat builds, right? You know, there's artistry. There's you know weighing what you need for fishing versus you know being creative. But you said the maiden voyage, and I've watched a few videos uh, uh, on your site where 
that's like that's like the moment, right? Yeah. Talk, talk a little bit about it that is. because it reminds yeah. me a lot of like catching a fish. You know, it's like you work, you know, you, you put all these th- pieces together. You're trying to figure out the pattern. And it's like all this work <laughs> that leads up to the moment where you get the bite. It reminds me of that a lot. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the moment of truth. The moment of truth. Like the, you've been on a lot of maiden voyages with these things in, in this mm-hmm. tiny boat building. How qu- is that? Is that what this process is all about, or is that a big part of it? It's a bit. It's in in many ways the biggest part of it. It was really exciting for me at the beginning. Now it's kind of routine, but it's always very exciting for whoever boat it is that gets the boat. Like they're generally pretty. The, I will tell you though, yeah. like I did an Alumacraft, this for this T fourteen SF Alumacraft uh, semi V, which is a pretty small boat. It wasn't very wide. And often, like, the bottom beam width determines the width of the boat, but we somehow, like, that was the only boat that I was, where I was really surprised, where I was standing at the very, very edge of it, and it wouldn't even tip. That's, that, that, that one threw me back. That was, a, that was about two projects ago, that, where I was actually really excited. Yeah. What do you have coming up? Um, I have a 1448 jumper in my garage right now that I'm currently kind of trying to deck and outfit. A 1448? Yes. Okay. And and uh, Mike, you had asked. Uh, uh, Vegas's boat is a crawdad. It is a Coleman crawdad. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he yeah. was asking me, um, you know, what that boat okay. was. And... Yeah, it's called. It's polyurethane boat. It's actually a little less than twelve feet. Yeah, I think it's, it's eleven a, and a half. Eleven, 11 and a half. half eleven yeah. eight. Something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah it's. Yeah, it, that that was that was pretty rad. It's a it's a cool boat. I I can tell you for. For a kid, for somebody that's new to fishing, it's a great, great boat. You yeah, know, it's it is. got a lot of benefits to it. Uh, drafts and no water at all. No you know, yeah. I mean inches. Yeah. It drafts and inches. It? Um, it's solid. Uh, is that know. is that an HTPE boat? Say or that again. Is that a plastic boat or that's an aluminum boat? Or? It is. It's polyurethane. It's polyurethane. And then you added. But we did the decking in in metal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it came out great. I yeah. think it, it came. It wowed everybody. I know everybody. I saw it on Instagram. All the comments. Everybody loved it. Yeah, it's awesome. He loves it. Now, I, I want to ask just another question. There, there's a lot of people, and we've been getting messages. I've I've looked at a couple on our social media that love the thought of this process. That follow Tiny Boat Nation. They follow the whole thing, but they're intimidated to start mm-hmm. on their own. You know that they've got the boat, and they're like. I'm just intimidated. Give them. You have a word of advice, or give them some tips on guys that are listening right now. Said, "Man, I want to do this, but I'm just scared." Give them some tips. Well, uh, my my first boat bill was horrendous. It was not good. Like I took Same. it off. <laughs> 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 so, it's kind of like the first Ike Live show. <laughs> oh yeah, horrendous. <laughs> first few <laughs> years. That's funny. Um, I. I think there's a wealth of knowledge out there now, and there's a community of these people doing these things. Um, it's not like before where there was no actual unity and no best practice or, or no kind of common function, but between between all the media platforms, um, there are people out there willing to help you out, and there's it's yeah, and yeah. talk to you through the process. I absolutely try and help you. And our, my associates who are with me, kind of my administration, also tries to help people a lot, and we have some really super knowledgeable people that have that have really helped me get to where I'm at also that are in our administration that kind of just work in the shadows. They don't really like the public limelight. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think all the resources and stuff are there for you. And also just, um, 
people do very basic builds and get pretty far. Like some people just add a, you know, a plywood deck in their front <laughs> and they love it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they add like one hatch. Like, I don't know if you watched Andrew Flair's uh, 1236 uh, Jumbo build. But that's what a lot of people do and they get, they love it. They get pretty far with it. Yeah. It holds everything. What, it that, prevents that's what you. I, did. I, I had a, I had an old 1436 that I ran around duck hunting in for quite a few years. And, um, one day I just got an itch. I said, you know what? I'm tired of pulling my Triton around to, to go fish at all these little tiny lakes and in, in the wintertime. Um, so I, I went to Home Depot, got some plywood, traced around it, cut it out, threw the plywood down, drilled it in, put a trolling motor on, and I called it a day. You know, yeah. I, it, it's good enough. I can take my I can take my Flambo uh, Ike travel bag, throw that right back, <laughs> throw that right in the center <laughs> console. Right. And, and that sponsor plug in there. I'm good to go. Yeah. That's right. No I doubt. Like and that, on, and, let's and, and, be plugging. Yeah. yeah. And we did. after watching BU, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we did we did oh, mention sure. that we did mention that Michael, which is a cool thing, and I love looking through Tiny Boat Nation and seeing the variation of boats that are on the site, you know, from yes. l- literally like 10-foot, 8-foot pontoons, one-seated pontoons, all the way up to something like our first photo that we posted tonight, which was like a 16-foot, like, fiberglass tiny boat. I mean, uh, I'm 16 eight, yeah. fiberglass. Yeah, whatever eight it was, 8-foot. <laughs> I don't know. It was small. It, it, are you ever surprised by some of the images that you see come through and you're like, holy hell, how did they build something out of that boat yes absolutely yes there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of stuff that's actually that's pretty incredible yeah. um i am not exactly what sure what it's called like it's the pelican raider so people have kind of pimped those out yeah those are those always impress me so there's some that are that are really nice and uh one guy he like made his own kayak like a I don't know, he, he glued together foam and he fiberglassed over it and painted it. It came out really, like, spectacular. I tried to hit him up and get pictures from him. He never got back to me, but that was kind of one of those. There's a lot of lost projects. There's a lot of projects that just get buried that are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That I, I don't catch fast enough. But, yeah, they, definitely you see some things. You're like, wow. Yeah, Rich, do you have something else coming through? Yeah. Um, Mike or Matt in Wisconsin would like to know um, who's your preferred company that you buy recessed trolling motor pedal trays from? I actually just integrate them right into the frame. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I've also used a cake pan. A what? Also, I've used a cake pan also as a trolling motor. Cake mo- pan. Like, yeah, I've used mm-hmm. that. Wow. That was actually that was actually somebody in the Tiny Boat Nation. I forget who he was. Introduced the cake pan, and then wow. somebody also used a dryer vent that goes into the wall, which actually makes a better one. Wow! So, because so, like the other that. ones are, they're really expensive. <laughs> so we, uh, but I don't know. Any any of them would work. Wow! Huh. I've seen the cake yeah, pan. Cool. I've seen the cake pan in a couple builds. I've actually seen many many builds where the guys talk about the cake pan. Yeah. Let's let's. Are any of them two eighty? No. Right. I don't know. Let me see you do 280 and stand on one foot on a cake pan. That's why I don't put cake pans on my boat builds. Wow. <laughs> Powder-coated wow. aluminum. But, but, but again, that is a great example that there are no rules, which is really cool, right? No, like really guy, cool. Guys are doing their own thing. They're well, freestyling. Ingenuity. Modifying. Yeah. yeah. A lot of ingenuity. It's, it's a really cool part of this movement. You I know? think I'll use – I'll go with the cake pan. 
for for mine though. I mean, yeah, it, you weigh like one eighty. You're ordering your home goods on Amazon. Like you talked about earlier, your home Get goods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard say that before. Yeah. Leave the cake in there. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. I'll bring it out and just eat it with me. I, I got a question for Mike. Mike, this is Dave. How you doing? Hey, going, Dave? Listen, you said you're a social worker. Do you work for Arizona Youth and Family Services? Who do you work for? I've working for a few companies right now. I work for a hospice agency as a bereavement coordinator slash counselor. I have worked as a mental health clinician that served all populations to include youth. And uh, I've worked uh, next to human services and child services. And I've also worked in other areas. That's so kind of a jack of all trades yeah. for social services. A lot of people don't understand that, like, you guys are the tip. Like, and that'd be cliche, but you're the tip of the spear when it comes to dealing with, like, human tragedy. Like, a police officer yes. and a firefighter every once in a while get to do something good. You guys get called out with kid jobs, and it's either a baby mama trying to trap off the dad or it's a legit situation where kids are just being treated horribly, man. And you guys don't get enough credit for what you see, and I don't yeah. know how you cope with it because I know the couple things I've ever seen and I still think about, and you guys see that. that that's your every day, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a specific – that's a special that's a special talent that somebody has. They like the compassion the empathy that people have to do that job. It's definitely a hated job. Nobody – you know, that's definitely not a thankless job almost at some times. But I appreciate that you acknowledge that. It's awesome. Yeah, is, it. is, ti- is the tiny boat building, is it an escape? Is it a way to, to, to cope with that? Fishing is a way to cope with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I try to do that as often as possible. I really, really what drives my tiny boat stuff and even my bait making stuff is just fishing. Fishing. I think it's all about fishing that comes to the root of it. Um, I just... Really, I I was meant to. I, I feel like very strongly I was meant to be a creator or some sort of fabricator. Or my my mechanical skills are have always been really high. But I've kind of taken a safe road because I've talked to a lot of contractors and a lot of people, and they're like, go to school, <laughs> like get an office job, do this. Yeah. And then, uh, but I really find after I took that route um, that it, it bores me a lot, and it actually takes a lot of energy to do that. And I'd, I'd rather just be building stuff. Yeah. Or creating stuff, and then I was. There was one point in time where I was going to be an animator. The, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you on. Go ahead. Your turn, Dave. Oh, that's fine. Was... Yeah. Are, are you still tinkering around with the uh, paintball guns? No, I had to. I had to leave that away, and there's nothing down here. It's kind of, that's pretty dead. But back where I used to live, I had my own field, and I, I built that in my backyard. That was kind of the start of my little DIY binge. Where yeah. I, I built that entire thing, and then we had uh, we had rallies and videos, and it was pretty cool. It was fun. Yeah, in the last year, I, I was, got into airsoft with my that. son pretty hard, dude. We're we're bit by that thing yeah. pretty much. Yeah, we had airsofters guys too. There was a different crowd, but they all they all joined the field. It was all milsim military simulation. A yeah. lot of it was. It's pretty big. Sounds cool, dude. That's awesome. Well, listen, anybody watching and listening right now, uh, you heard it from what I consider one of the masters of tiny boat building michael lopez um don't be intimidated don't be scared you've heard things tonight if you've got a boat try it there's no wrong right there's there's no wrong way to do it pete Mm -hmm. give it a try it's 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 an art it's an artistry and give tiny boat nation a follow Uh, michael you want to people watching right now listening aren't members you want to tell them a little bit about the youtube channel the the facebook page how can they find it Oh, just if you search Tiny Boat Nation in any of those platforms, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, it should pop right up. Uh, I've, I've, I've changed all the platform names to that, and I've put enough tags out there that it should all pop up. If you Google it, it should all pop up as well. Um, but we would appreciate your support and follow there. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you've, you've created something nice, Mike. 
Yeah, it, it's it helped us out with our boat build. Yeah, and the community that you've developed and it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's Good deal. it's a uh, like like we said earlier in the show. It's it's not new, but it's this new feel to this movement. Yeah, and sites yeah. like Tiny Boat Nation, uh, videos, the the photos. It's it's making this thing get to a different level. And and as a tiny boat OG myself, that's right. I really appreciate it. I really Same do. Here. Yeah. yeah. I must say, your boat looks fantastic, by the way. You guys did a fantastic job on that. Thanks, Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks pretty awesome. There you have it. Michael Lopez, everybody. Tiny Boat Nation. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. Yeah. Dave Haas, I got a question for you. Uh, Shoot. Now, we talked about all these modifications. Um, are there any regulations? Like, is do you, do you got to pass any tests? Before you can float these boats, or it's just—I yeah. usually just run them down to the lake. And the last one I built, I never got to float. Like I literally got it done, finished up, and Lou came and picked it up. He took it out. Lou snatched yeah. it from yeah. Lou. Lou came Before, picked it up, but the he boat, wanted to do the maiden voice. Exactly. What yeah. about yeah. Park Lou? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know Lou. <laughs> so there's no Shout like horsepower regulations or not. The, I mean, the boat has that stamp, this the badge on it. Okay. So. So and if you modify it, there's nothing that you have to answer to. No, no, we're just yeah, adding, yeah. we're just pimping them, we're pimping them out. <laughs> Thanks for giving them liability yeah. now, Pete. <laughs> Pete, who's the injury lawyer? <laughs> lawsuits coming. A lot of lawsuits coming. Yeah, now Dave's done. Brian's gonna go to jail for the Ike Liabo build. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No. Yeah. A lot of a lot of these guys, everybody wants the fastest troll motor you can put it on, and that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. like lose boat. Mm-hmm. 36 volt trolling motor, you know, on a four, on a 14 foot boat. Jake's Flounder boat. Pounder. Jake's boat is a is a 80 pound. He's got an 80 pound four tricks on his. Now Lou, he wanted. He's got like a 10. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. 109 or whatever it is. Yeah. But he took it out. He said that boat flies. Anyone faster than Brian's boat? No, nobody's faster than Brian. No, except for Vegas. Except for Vegas. Vegas's, Vegas's Vegas boat is, is the faster. only boat that's faster than Brian's. Wow. Vegas has got the fastest electric only boat in Jersey. I'll bet. I bet you it is. I bet. Yeah. Because the curl ads are so so narrow. Unless there's a reservoir, unless somebody has a reservoir rig with like a twenty on it or something. (laughs) Yeah, Vegas weighs fifty five pounds. Like no one's gonna beat him. Mike, does the curl dad get on pad? The crawl dead doesn't quite get on pad, yeah. but it does. It, it, I mean, it leaves people in the wake. <laughs> it <glides>. Literally, <laughs> leaves people in the yeah. wake. That's crazy. even yeah. even with you in it, it. With you and him in it, it does nine miles an hour. Nine mile an hour with both of us in <sighs> it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the nice just... thing, the nice thing about the torpedo is it does have a kill switch on it. You know, so yeah. when he's riding that thing, Vegas always wears a vest when he's fishing. It has Which a little brings li- us to a lanyard. Great story. Yeah. Yeah. What's the story? Dave. Dave. Well, we were talking about boat mods earlier, and I think we kind of skated around it. And that was when Dave made a modification to his trolling motor. Oh, yeah, the Dave 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 We've talked about that. This is almost like a historical fact now on Ike Lodge. So so back in the day, we all all modified (laughs) our our crawdads, and we put foot controls on the front of the crawdad. Well, the crawdad is this high off the water. So you can jack your foot, you know, all the way up, and it's still too deep in the water. So my man made a play. And he says, I'm going to take it to a machine shop and have the shaft cut down. <laughs> and being that the baller that he is, he didn't lay up and play it safe. He went for all of it. And they, they, being the baller. They cut that shaft. I mean, <laughs> bro, from head to, 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 to... It was short. Oh, it was like it was like that. It was like two feet. 
Yeah. The whole entire thing. Yeah. He just like like you were saying, Dave Haas, he just went for it. He you know how you just it. cut he just went for it, but this time it didn't work. Oh, it didn't work? No. <laughs> no, no. So the shaft was so short that he cavitated. Couldn't not be in the front of the boat. <laughs> you know. Oh, it was the rear troll motor. No, it was not the, the front. front. Oh, it was the front one? Because I didn't like having the head like yeah, 25 dragging feet on the out. bottom. No, 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 I'm talking about like, I didn't like having it like 25 feet above the deck. Oh. Because like you couldn't skip like you were like you were clacking into a telephone yeah. pole. So I wanted to be able to get the head all the way down. But you had to Just like. Just miscalculated sit. how much of the shaft to cut off. Yeah. So what wow. was the problem when you turned the back motor on or something? The problem was out. that if it was like if I had someone in the back, that's what it was. It, 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 it didn't take out. much for me to for the like a, you know like like a like a fan boat you know helicoptered. Like a, yeah, <laughs> it didn't take much. Yeah, no, I know. So so it was, I know. We're, we're, we're fishing this one tournament back in the day on on uh, on uh, Wilson Lake. Oh jeez. And and, uh, and while I'm out there fishing some lily pads or whatever, <laughs> we're all in our crawled ads. There's like. I don't know, eight boats or something, fish this top rod tournament. And I see Dave going down the middle of the lake, and he's panicking. He's running from the front to the back. And I don't know. And he's sitting on the front of the boat, fucking sitting on an Indian style with his foot, with his finger held down on the on the button on his foot control. So he's just <laughs> big ass. And Dave's, for guys listening to it, Dave's a big fellow. He's Polish. He's top heavy. And, um, he might be. And he's holding the button down on his trolling motor. I don't know what the hell happened. Maybe you could tell us, but you lost your balance sitting Indian style and just rolled off the front of the deck into the water. Yeah, I wanted to reach back because I think I had baits dragging in the water and they were wrapping around each other and I had a long run. And I got like tired of like just like I need to say, and I, I tried to reach back and I reached back, back, like. To go against the Indian style, you know what I mean? Like I didn't go in; I went behind, and totally, like totally went over and just yeah, went, went just, into the drain. I remember, I'm sitting there watching him. I look at him sitting Indian style. I'm like, look at that idiot. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I'm admiring my friend as I'm as I'm shit talking, admiring, admiring and shit talking him to myself. And then he just rolled off the front deck. And yeah, that was bad. Those were the days. I had the constant button on the on the trolling mode. I was just going to ask, did the boat keep going? I don't remember. No, it didn't get away from me because I don't remember anyone having to come get me in the middle of the lake. I don't know if I grabbed on, if it didn't go. I don't think. Would you boat, just stand up and grab it? I don't so think many. the boat overturned. I think I was able to grab on or. One of my favorite memories. The, yeah, the, funniest, the funniest thing about that story is Dave's like, yeah, I was going to make a big run. <laughs> <laughs> on a 20-acre lake yeah. at Wilson's, yeah. a big run All from the, the dam, dam to the creek. Yeah. From the dam to the creek yeah. was a big I, I run. Was, I was going sandwich. from dam. I was going to the skinny water. I was yeah. going to the creek. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. shallow. Going up for them cool water fish. Yeah, yeah man. Whatever. I don't really think I call. So it. check out this this uh, submission here and yep. take another quick break. That sounds good. All right, Rich, we got another one that came through. We yeah. do. We this one came in from James Lowry uh, out of North Carolina. Um, it's a look. Looks to be a 1648. Nice. Um, decked across the front with uh, another uh, double elect- double electric motor boat. Double electric. The, uh, yeah. Foot controlled trolling motor up front and the hand controlled trolling motor in the back. Dude, that boat Real is cooler live all well. deck. Yeah. There's all deck. All awesome. deck with the, with the, with the live well cooler in the yeah. middle. Yeah, yep. a little bit too much deck for me. I'd like to see about 10 more inches of that middle section. Yeah. James, it's just my opinion. He likes to party. Yeah. He's, got, he's got a pontoon boat in the background, a kayak. I yeah. like, like it. Party. James, send us in your uh, mm-hmm. your information, man, so we can hook you up with a prize. Yeah. I that like looks it. familiar. I like it. Now, before we go to break, though, talk, real good. quick, talk about that hole, because people are looking at this image and they're saying, 
that's not enough. Some people are saying, what do you even need a hole for? So some guys cool. who will go on named in South Jersey deck the entire top of the boat. The entire Meanwhile, top, right? I have another picture of James Lowry's boat that he just followed up with. Oh, yeah. no, I'll get that queued up now. Okay. Stand by. Uh-huh. some smoke. Yeah, free smoke. But where do you boat flip a fish? If it's all deck, right? Where do you put your? Where's your co-angler put his tackle bag? Right. Where do you put anything? Right. So I've gotten into some of these boats. I've jumped into fish with some mm. guys. I jumped in their boat, and there's no place to put anything. All of a sudden, you've got your tackle all sit, your tackle box sitting on the top deck, this far from ki- being kicked. Gone in the drink. Gotta right. have that lower section. Yeah, gotta you have. Gotta it. have it. Yeah. It, it's. I think it's super key. It's. But uh, bore. But, uh, hey, but Mike, can but, you order Brian to be nice on this break? I bet you Pete on the flower plantation got better breaks from Farmer Al. He's yelling at us. <laughs> All right, as we go into two minutes break. in, uh, we're back. Brian, you got to be what nice. Is? When I speak, people need to listen. That's right. That's all there is right. to it. All right, listen, uh, everybody watching, hang in there with us. We have got one more segment. You are watching the Ike Live Christmas special, right? This is uh, this is a tiny boat special as well. We've had a great show so far. Of course, Dave Haas here on the couch with us. And we got. And we've also had Michael Lopez joined us from Tiny Boat Nation. It was awesome. And one more big guest coming up, Brian yes. Carpenter. Who do we got? We got an energy guy, Mr. Frankie Provolone. Frankie He's Provolone. He's coming on to talk to us about Tiny Boat Nation. Is that the or, same boat? Excuse me, Slay Nation. Yes. Yeah. And um, like I was saying, Dave, who left the room, um, canoes, kayaks, John boats, this innovative tournament trail. I can't and, wait uh, to talk to him about yeah. it. This is this is exciting. Uh, me too, and I'm thirsty. We're gonna we're gonna get into that KBS espresso. Okay, and before we go on this break, real quick, this is the same boat race yep. coming this through. Is the, this is the same boat, all from lit James, up. This wow. From James Lowry, he sent it in after Dude. after wow. Brian said he needed he needed more space. He said, "Come That's and get dope. it." That's dope. That looks good, man. Dave Haas. Dave Haas on point. Yeah, I, I was gonna yeah. say Dave Haas. I'd like to see the interior light. Up, Do we man. have the interior lights? Oh yeah, you're gonna be lit up like okay. a Christmas tree. I like that. I like the ability to work on those Thursday nighters. You know Dude, what we, I mean? Like two shows ago, we were talking about how basic Mike's boat was gonna be. No, it, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I told Yo, you basic one eighty. No, you know the the word I used early on with Brian was minimalistic. Yeah, yeah. minimalistic. I want to go there ain't very nothing minimal. minimalistic with my boat bill. What <laughs> happened to that, Dave? I don't know. A shipment from TH Marine came. (laughs) (laughs) Just put this on the boat. That's right. Shout out to TH Marine. Shout out to TH Marine. Don't go minimalistic. Shop TH. Oh, uh, I have a winner for the the YouTube YouTube contest. Oh, we have a winner. Yes, I Congratulations to Upper Cumberland Outdoors. Upper Cumberland Outdoors was the winner of our YouTube subscription contest. Um, and he won himself three months to Mystery Tackle Box and an awesome Ike Live gift bag. So Upper wow. Cumberland Outdoors, Woo. please um, please contact us on one of our social feeds to uh, to get us get us paired up with your address and everything in, in an email, and we'll get you squared away. So yep, thanks yep. for everybody that that, uh, that that was in the contest. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate all your support, and keep it coming. There you have it. All right, hang in there with us. Uh, when we come back, we've got more Ike Live talking about tiny boats. We've yep. got Frankie Prevalone joining us Frankie. from Slay Nation, and we're giving away more prizes, plus... The MTB unboxing. That's right. Hang in there with us. When we come back, more Ike Live. Mike. You good, man? You know we're doing a video right now, right? Mike's are hot. I'm about to go down there and tackle that dude. Hey! Hey there, official world. What's shaking fat cat dude and coming at you? Listen, let's talk about something very important. And I'm not talking about Jack and Jaws ripping lips 2455 and Big Belly Kelly out of a brush pile. 
I found Primalurge Foods. Ladies and gentlemen, what Primalurge Foods is, it is a monthly meat stick box month. Every month you get a box of meat sticks to your door. Retail is probably, I don't know, $30, $40, $14.95 a month. Now you can pick many different varieties. You can pick a surprise box. You get a little bit of this, you get a little bit of that. You get some 24, 55, 55 to 4. No, we don't like antibiotics. No antibiotics. And these right here, completely, completely eagle free. Now it's the gas stations B6 you buy probably have eagle in them. They have rhinoceros in them, but we are Americans. America! We're not eating bald eagles in our meat sticks. Guaranteed, none of these meat sticks have bald eagle in them. That's the number one reason to buy these meat sticks. You want to get granddaddy a gift? Hey, I, you're dating a girl. Ooh, she fine as muscadine wine. And you want to warm up her hair? Tell you, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm getting excited talking about women. Uh, I forget. I forget what it's. Primal urge, $14.95 a month. Monthly meat box subscription. It could be called a uh, bombs, bombs, box of meat sticks. <laughs> you just do like I do, and every month. The box shows up, and I don't know what's going to be in it, but they're all delicious. The meat right there. That is, I, I tell you what, that's something good right there. It's girthy. It's Fat Cat Newton, Prime Watch Foods. Please. Ike Live is the code, guys. Ike Live. Ike Live is the code. Okay? Prime Watch Foods, Ike Live is the code. It gets you $5 off a box. Okay? Hey, everybody. Mike Iaconelli here. I love fishing this time of the year. It's cold. It's winter, it's snowing, but if you want to prevent the buildup of ice, use real snot. Every time I'm fishing this time of the year, I put a couple squirts on all my guides, especially the tip before I start casting. Try that tip when you're fishing under these cold conditions and you're gonna catch more fish. See you later. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice live well treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive.